Hey everybody, this is Brian. And this is Josh. Welcome to the podcast for Curiosity Continuum. Curiosity Continuum is an industry-innovating, non-traditional company passionate about growing wisdom in the next generation. We are the essential bridge between the analog and digital worlds by building collaborative communities that unleash the power of adaptive expertise and innovation needed to thrive in the 21st century. We combine and mix essential elements needed to empower people to succeed in new ways not possible outside of a creatable, creative, thoughtful, diverse community of fellow curious people. Follow us on your favorite podcast app to receive notifications of new content. If you like what you hear and want to dive deeper, please visit us at curiositycontinuum.com. Thanks for tuning in. Let's start the conversation. All right, so we kind of changed it up there, huh, Brian? We did, yep. You wanted to talk about that, kind of like that idea of like jumping platforms and... Yeah, so... um Give a little bit of context here, folks. We're going to probably call this episode something like uh, Platform to Platform or The Wisdom of Super Mario Brothers. Okay? So <laughs> it's a really ineloquent title. Yeah. So It's okay, though. <laughs> here's what here's, I want to kind of frame this in. Imagine that you are back in your bedroom or in your home, in your living room, playing Super Mario Brothers, the original game for Nintendo Entertainment System, right? Right. You are... You are Mario, or if you're, you know, the, the younger sibling, you are Luigi, <laughs> waiting <laughs> to jump on these platforms. What's interesting about some of these worlds, and Josh knows these well, there are obstacles and platforms that move in certain worlds, like uh, that usually ends in like a dash two or a dash three, where there is no ground below you. There are only moving platforms moving at different times. Right. And you have to time it right. Now, I think about this in my life because recently I put a contract on a home and didn't expect to do it. It was just, it, it was really, you know, I will call it God's blessing to us because it really came in a way that we didn't expect and it, everything aligned at the right time. Right. So, right. What happens is there is not a perfect scenario, but there is like a window where you must jump. So I want to tie it back to Super Mario because I believe that sometimes people are waiting for everything to be perfect before they jump. And maybe the episode title will be called Nothing's Perfect. Yeah, or Time to Jump or something like that. Um, So this is a great topic because I think like I'm very risk adverse. And so even in my life, like, I don't want to just do it. Like, I don't want to jump. Like, I don't want to, like, do something that's, like, hard or, like, not hard, but, like, unknown things that can happen, right? And you have that even with, like, Super Mario Brothers. Like, that was, like, there is sometimes there's a leap of faith to happen. Like, you're just, like, I'm going to run and jump and hopefully I hit something, right? So... That is a thing. I mean, that, those games are called platformers, and that's a, like a bona fide reason. Now, when I was a kid, those were just games because every game was the same. It was like you had to get from one place to another, and it was just getting through the level, right? So if you almost think about that like your years of life, like when you're little, your parents are helping you along the way. They're picking you up. There's really no f- way you can really fail. I mean, you do fail, but there's not like it's not tragic failure like where like 
you stop, like if you stumble when you're trying to walk or something, it's not like the end of your life, right? It's not like, it's not the end. It's just like just the beginning. So you're, you're starting to, you know, you have to kind of crawl before you can walk, before you can run, before you can jump. So that's the kind of thing that we're talking about. We're talking about the, the steps that you take and people are naturally risk averse, especially when you get into a comfortable spot. Like if you're walking right now and you're kind of running a little bit, you're jogging, it's comfortable. Like you may not want to say, let's shake this up. And that's but a, a lot of times you have to. That's not a moral moral commentary to say like you did take more risk or take less risk, right? Right. That's just something as a factor and like a situational thing. Some people have really been successful at getting rich slow. I mean, Warren Buffett is a great example of that. When, you know, at the time of this recording, Warren Buffett has taken on almost like godlike status of what he's achieved with investments, right? Yeah, I mean, but he's he, like the uh, third richest person on the planet or something like that. But he's played the long game, right? right. And he knew that. He knew that I, I'm going to buy it, and I believe that this is going to do what it's going to do. Now, even in that frame, he had to make decisions about, is this worth the risk, right? So let's fast forward a little bit in gaming history. So we're going to move from the, the original NES system, and we're going to go to Super Mario World. And the reason why I want to do that is because in the original Super Mario Brothers for NES, when you had the jump platforms, you actually could kind of wait, right? You could wait until the right time and then jump. Yeah, it was kind of linear. When you, yep. when you get to Super Mario World, there's another element that comes in. It means that the world is moving. So this is a 2D scroller, which means that it's going left to right. And in some worlds you have the additional dynamic of the world moving so that if you don't jump, you will fall off the edge. Like you're going to lose your platform. And I think of, I actually kind of have that more in mind when I was thinking about, do I buy this house now? Because do I feel like I'm ready? What does that mean? You know, it's all a game. And as much as we don't want to say it's a game, life is a game. And you can choose to play a little bit different of a game than somebody else, and you still can turn out fine. Again, it's not a moral choice in that regard. Sometimes, though, by not choosing to jump, you're going to lose your platform. Yeah, so, I mean, you might actually lose the opportunity because of time. Now, that's the unknown, right? Time is really the unknown. Uh, and so, like, we can't see ahead. But you can kind of stack the deck and to be, like, as best for you as it can be. And by doing that, you do stuff in the past or in the present to get yourself there. So like maybe you save a little bit of money every month and that will actually stack the deck for your future. Right. And so when you, when you're thinking of that, you do have to think of the long game. And that's why this really is, uh, it really is a platformer. You're jumping yep. from things to things. And sometimes the one you're standing on might actually fall if you don't jump soon enough. So, and that actually will happen to you. It's just a matter of when and how bad. I always like to say, like, you can, like, pull, you know, like, reality apart. And you can kind of stretch it. But as, as sooner or later, it's going to snap back on you. And I think the longer you stretch it, the harsher the correction is. And you it know, kind of, like, feels like that, you know? That reminds me of a little demo when uh, it was actually like a little scientific video that explained how like like the San Andreas fault worked or fault lines in the world. 
And what they had is they had like a, a tabletop that had sandpaper like attached to it. And then you had a, another block that was like had sandpaper on the edges and it had a rubber band that the person was pulling it by. And yeah. what they talked about was that like, you know, if the earth had perfect, like completely easy, breezy lines where. Yeah, everything's fall, greased up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it would just like adjust and nobody would notice. Right. But what happens is that there's like tension and friction. And when you put enough tension on that rubber band to pull that wooden block, sandpaper, sandpaper, there's going to be big moves. And that's how earthquakes happen, right? When you talk about like right. tectonic plates and stuff. Those are big but moves. I think about, yeah. yeah. When I think about that in real life, though, um, the, the, the phrase I want to have people consider in this is wisdom in motion, right? Sometimes you have to go to your mountaintop and think about your life. And sometimes you have to really think about what this really means. However, what's proven, especially like as, as life moves on, that if you don't move with life, that doesn't mean that you're going like, I'm going to go create a crazy business or something. But it means that you'll be left behind. Now, I've especially noticed this in men who have retired from professions. So I'm part of this breakfast group, which I'm a quasi-regular attender. I was actually part of the launch group. I <laughs> yeah. affectionately call it the League of Older White Men. <laughs> If you see my face sitting there, like I'm usually like, you know, the only non white person there <laughs> sitting there. And you're, you're like the, the youngest. You're like the youngest. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. What's interesting to me is that and now the reason why I say men is because it's a men's only breakfast. So it's not like, you know, right. It, it's a mixed group. However, yeah. what I've noticed is that men who have built like a business or they've built their career and they choose to retire. Now, they've earned the right to retire. They've made a quality Absolutely. decision. Yep. But what I've noticed is that a lot of their contacts, a lot of their wisdom becomes dated. And they're, they're fine to admit it, right? Yeah. Now, that's a choice that they made, and they have a right to make it. But w when I see that, I just, I guess I kind of grieve. Grieve is probably too strong of a word. Because the they're not really momentum grieving. Maybe. Lost. Yeah, but like <laughs> they they're not no. grieving. They're fine. Um, right. I think what you look at it as is you're like, well, that's, I don't want to be quite like that. Like I maybe want to stop working my day to day, but I don't want to stop working. Right. I don't want to become out of touch. Now I say that as a person who literally Googles sayings that people say to me sometimes, because I have no idea what they're talking about, but that's part of like me not having like kids or younger people around a lot. Where, like, I don't know some of this stuff they're saying. And I'm just like, whatever. And I'm not even that old. I mean, I'm middle-aged now. So I'm like, <laughs> I can only imagine when I'm older what it's going to be like. But I know what you're saying, though, Brian. You're saying, like, you don't want to lose the edge, really. You just want to be like, I'm going to put you, you know, you're almost like that samurai sword in a sheath. But I'm going to take it out every now and then. It's got to see blood. You know, it's got to stay sharp. <laughs> <laughs> and I want it, I want it to come out. I don't want it to be in there rusted in the holster. Yeah. That's exactly it. The the application of your wisdom or the application of what you know for even like relational infrastructure, you know. Right. Um when I, let me go back to my comment about grieving the loss. It's not that they're like they care. But I think about it and it's like this was a person who was who spent decades, literal decades of their life building what they do and all of a sudden now it's fallow you know and i here i guess this is where i i i turn inward a little bit i guess yeah. i ask myself the question when introspective I'm, yeah when i'm older 
do I want to say like, I'm sorry, I can't help you because I'm just not active anymore. Or do I want to say, you know what? I can help you. And you know, yeah. there's no economic thing that has to be attached to it. There's nothing that is a driving action in terms of like what I have to do. I'm like, I just want to help you. Yeah. And I think that like, go back to the older person part. Like, they help you in different ways. Like I've always been extremely like attracted to talk to old people. And even when I was younger, like I want to talk to them because not only are they like totally different than me, but I can imagine when they were younger, like, like, you know, some, like when I was a kid and I talked to like an 80 year old lady, that person was alive in like 1910, you know? And like they had a hoop and a stick and that was their toy outside. And I'm like, wow, that's awesome. But (laughs) like that was, it was interesting to talk to them because they knew what the world was like before. And then the way it changes. And they would always tell me like stuff. Like I remember this one lady told me like she was like 94 and I was saying, you know, if I could be like, you know, your, your sharp mind. I would love to be like 94 someday. And she's like, you don't want to be this old and not have a plan because everyone around you is gone. The world changes and you're just stop at a certain point. You just stop in your time because you're out of time, really. And I was like, that was really profound to me. And this was what Brian's saying, too. It's like these people that they have their whole life they set up for this kind of the way the world was and then at a certain point they're like you know i just i need to take a break from it and they take a break and they literally tap out for like five ten years and nothing's the same so maybe the idea, the idea is not to tap out maybe take an extended vacation but come back and do something totally different but just be in that mindset like i would love to be that older guy that like I do like three days a week at a community center and I mentor younger people, you know, just staying on kind of task really. So I think the thing we leave you with is how do you stay in motion? Right. And that is a, and we should call this episode objects at rest (laughs) or like objects in motion, stay in motion. (laughs) It's a physics joke. We'll leave it there, folks. Until next time, this is Brian. And this is Josh. For Curiosity Continuum. I never listened to the whole end. (laughs) I want to talk about this song more as we go. Brian getting fancy. Super fancy. <laughs> I think for the next season I may re-record this if I can get my friend. Pick a different bass. Do a couple other cool things. See you next time, folks. <laughs>